Welcome to New York's number two sports show. The Giants get dominated in a 24-6 loss at the New Orleans Saints. The Giants record drops to 5-9. and nine. And of course, I was rooting for the Giants this week. So it just seems as if, typically speaking, when I root for the Giants, they lose. And when I root for the Giants to lose, they win. So, look, did I think the Giants were going to make the playoffs? Absolutely not. But they're, they're, they're on a three-game winning streak. Like, the draft, the high draft pick that I was hoping for is somewhat slipping away. I mean, not completely, um, but not in that top tier that I was hoping for. Um, and New Orleans was just the better team, plain and simple. Both sides of the ball, dominated on both lines. Uh, the Tommy DeVito magic was not there today, simply put. And, look, this was a one-point game at half. Giants were down 7-6 to six to New Orleans at half. But the second half was all Saints. And, you know, for New Orleans, they are right in the playoff mix as well. Not just the wild card race, but the NFC South, which is a, a weak division. But that was a big win for New Orleans. Um, and and the Saints had injuries too. Uh, Chris Olave out, Ryan Ramchek. I mean, a very, very disappointing effort from the defense. They really uh, could not get the key stops. Um, it was... It, it was Pretty much, like, like I said at the top, domination. So just a, a very unfortunate but predictable outcome where the Giants are, again, like in like 5-9 and nine is, is about as frustrating a place as you can be, in my opinion. Because at 6-8, and eight, you, like, they're, while unlikely as it would be with what is the remaining three, with the remaining three Giant games, it'd be unlikely. But you you'd legitimately, if the Giants were 6-8, and eight, like if they had won this game, you are getting excited for that Christmas game versus the Eagles, whether it would have gone well or not. On the flip side, and I've been saying this a lot, if they were 4-10, and 10, then you are right now, I think, sitting in the 4 spot right now with potential, with legitimately potential room to maybe improve upon that. As we speak now, I think the Giants are right around that 6th or 7th spot. They're right close with the Jets. Um, I think maybe technically the Jets are in 6th, but that, that will fluctuate. So, again, it's not horrible, but... Now it goes back to me rooting against the Giants, the final three games, no question about it. Uh, I feel very confident that they will lose on Christmas uh, to the Eagles. And then from there, I, I guess we'll see. Home against the Rams. You know, I think the Rams are, are a better team than the Giants, but we've seen the Giants, you know, get things done at times. But um, And then that last game, home against the Eagles, the only way the Giants win that game is if the Eagles sit their starters. I don't see that happening, but there is a world where that could exist. The Eagles play... Uh, tomorrow night on Monday Night Football at the Seahawks and the result of that game will kind of give us a better idea for weeks down the road. But um, on the Giants' side, Darren Waller returned and, and looked pretty good. I mean, he only had, what, maybe probably had about four or so catches. Yeah, four for 40. Yeah, he, he broke off a 29-yarder and he looked pretty good doing it. Uh, you know, Saquon Barkley did nothing, uh, nine for 14. And a lot of that's him, and a lot of that's the offensive line. The offensive line was really bad. I thought John Michael Schmitz was not good. Justin Pugh is battling, I think, a calf injury that he was kind of working through, uh, and that wasn't great. Evan Neal's still out, so uh, more Tyree Phillips at, uh, at right tackle. Um, yeah, just not good. Just not good all around. But um, Paris Campbell was out again, and I guess I, I kind of misspoke last time, but it was information that we learned that, in fact, Paris Campbell... He's really like a healthy scratch. Well, he's definitely a healthy scratch. This week he was definitely a healthy scratch. Maybe he was banged up a little bit, um, but I think uh, I think in both cases they just sat him out. 
A big injury that occurred during this game was Randy Bullock. Uh, I think he pulled a hamstring uh, on a kickoff, and, and this was after he hit like a 56. I think it was, was it 56? I think it might have been. Uh, yeah, 56 yard field goal. So Jamie Gillen ended up being the kicker and actually hit a 40 yard field goal uh, at the end of the first half. And um, Gunnar Olszewski became the holder because that's what Gillen was. And I must have missed it, but I guess Gillen was kind of, I guess maybe it was. I guess it might have been when Gillen was ran into. Gillen was also banged up, so they were in trouble, but it, it didn't matter. Like, literally, it didn't matter. The Giants never got into the red zone. It was Derek Carr, who has not been all that great this season, was really good. 23 of 28, 218, three TDs, no interceptions. And again, no Chris Olave. Michael, Michael Thomas has been out. Like, it was just... um. Not a not a lot of like big play explosion. The biggest play was the twenty three yard. I think was it the touchdown? Was was Jawan Johnson the twenty three yard touchdown? I think it might have been. Yes, that was their longest like play of the game. So it's kind of what the Saints do. They kind of dink and dunk you, but I want to give them more credit than that because they were getting a lot of sort of chunk like ten to fifteen yard plays, um, and you know a, a lot a steady dose of Alvin Kamara who was not great but was serviceable. Taysom Hill wasn't really a factor at all in this game. He came back from injury. Um, but yeah, like from the Giants, just very disappointing. You know, Wandale, who had a great week last week, I'm not surprised this week didn't do much. And that's not his fault. That's just the way that it's been where th these guys will pop off every now and then. You know, this was more of a Darius Slayton, like literally from play one, this was more of a Darius Slayton week. Uh, he ends up with, you know, a, a lot of it in garbage time, but four for 63. He had eight targets. But Tommy DeVito, um, Took seven sacks. DeVito sacked seven times in this game. Uh, you know, he really was great against the Packers. And, and you know what? Here's the thing with that. Green Bay got crushed today, home against the Bucs. Lost by 14. The defense was terrible. It just speaks to the situation. The Giant wins. The Giant wins. The Cardinals. Two versus the Commanders, the Patriots, and the Packers, who, like, who are not good. Like, that's being proven. Like, they were, were they on a hot streak going in? Yes. Was that your most impressive win of the season? It, oh, impressive is the wrong word. Was that was that the best opponent you beat the season? Yes, but that's not saying much. So anyway, let's let's discuss this one uh, again. Not a whole lot of good to talk about, and again, just you know, overall my thoughts. Like just Giants being a Giant fan, like it's just a frustrating season. I know a lot of people enjoyed that three game winning streak with Devito. Again, it was hard for me. I, I didn't. I was not part of that. I, you know, as much as I want DeVito to do well and, you know, it'd be a cool story. I just, I don't see it really with him. Um, you know, could he be a backup? Maybe. I don't even think that's a guarantee. But I do think that at this point, Tyrod Taylor is going to be a free agent. You're not making the playoffs. You may as well roll with Tommy DeVito. Like, to me, winning is not the ultimate goal here. At this point, I mean, this game ended any chance the Giants had of making the playoffs. It did, right? So... From here on, it's all about evaluation, you know, playing young players, and let's just be smart about this. So, look, could DeVito get hurt and Tyrod come in, which is what happened in this game. At the end of the first half, DeVito took a hit and had to leave the game, and Tyrod Taylor finished out the first half. So things like that might happen, but if they're both healthy, uh, I think Tyrod Taylor is better than DeVito, but I, I, I think they should stick with DeVito for now for the rest of the season. So anyway, Giants get the ball first. 
Um, they kind of catch a break. Uh, fourth and one at their own 34. It is a running into the kicker penalty on the Saints, which extends the Giant drive. The Giants got their points basically on on penalties that extended the drives. Um, that's, I mean, yeah, that, that's how bad the offense was. And the defense wasn't good either. But Saquon Barkley, his best play of the game, game was a nice 17-yard catch um, that put the Giants in Saint territory. And eventually they get enough yardage where Randy Bullock connects on a 56-yard field goal, gives the Giants a 2-0 lead. However, on that next kickoff, Bullock pulls a hamstring. So that wasn't great. Then the uh, Saints go 3-and out. So like a pretty decent beginning there, right? First two series, not bad. But then the next series for the Giants was not good. They go 3-and out. DeVito was sacked on the first play of that drive. And then the Saints go 11 plays, 68 yards, 6 minutes and 35 seconds. It highlights some of the big plays. You get a Rashid Shahid. Uh, third down conversion, which was a nice play by him where he kind of just runs into Cordell Flott, goes straight ahead and picks up the first down. Alvin Kamara with an 11-yard run. Jawan Johnson with a 15-yard catch. Um, Lynn Bowden had a 17-yard reception. And eventually, on a third and four at the seventh, Keith Kirkwood uh, gets a seven-yard touchdown catch, gives the Saints a 7-3 lead there. Then the Giants go, so now we move into the second uh, quarter. Giants go three and out, including a sack. DeVito sacked on third down. Then the Giants defense is able to stop the Saints. Um, they gave up a first down, but eventually uh, Jason Pennock makes a really nice play and gets the sack. Blitz Carr gets the sack, and so now the Giants get the ball back. They would, what was interesting was they get a first down. This is where Waller. Had a nice 29-yard catch. But on at 2nd and 18, Barkley has a 6-yard catch. That makes it 3rd and 12. And Wondell Robinson is called for offensive pass interference. For some reason, the Saints declined the penalty. Did not understand that for the life of me. And the Giants take advantage of that poor decision with a Waller 29-yard catch. Gets the ball to about midfield. But unfortunately, they are taken out of field goal range. Now, at that point, Bullock was hurt. So I don't know what would have happened. Although, I got to say, the Jamie Gillen field goal that was made was pretty damn impressive. Um, but we'll never know because DeVito gets sacked and it takes them out of field goal range. So they punted away. Saints get the ball. And the Saints on this drive um, don't do a whole lot. There was an intentional grounding by Derek Carr and they punted away. Giants get the ball back uh, with 2.55 left in the half. They would eventually get a field goal and a really big play, which wasn't a great call. Right? Third and 22. Bellinger five-yard catch. Uh, they call Taylor for unnecessary roughness, which was not the right call. I understand why it looked that way. I thought they'd pick it up. They don't. So that gives, I mean, on a third and 22 play, gives the Giants a first down. So now, again, you have the ball around midfield. It's the two-minute warning. And the Giants eventually convert on a fourth down. Uh, Saquon, a four-yard run, gets it to the 40. Tommy DeVito scrambles for six yards, and former giant Isaac Yadam, I think, was the one who hit DeVito, um, and he was injured on the play. Injured on the play, would not return for the rest of the half. He would come back in the third quarter. So Tyrod Taylor with a uh, first down completion to Wondell Robinson. Uh, Matt Breed had an eight-yard catch. Eventually, a, uh, a field goal at the end of the half. Uh, Jamie Gillen with a 40-yard field goal. So the punter, uh, with a pretty impressive kick, makes it 7-6 at half. So all considered, not horrible, but the... Third quarter, specifically dominated by New Orleans. They started out, they get the ball first. They go 10 plays, 68 yards, 6 minutes, 21 seconds. Um, and here's the killer. Second and 20, Shahid, 19-yard catch. Now we're third and one. Kamara gets the, gets the two-yard gain. So 
not only, it wasn't so much third down, it was third down efficiency on both sides of the ball for the Saints, but really, like, right there, right? Second and 20, and they get a 19-yard play. Um, then, on a third and seven, Carr incomplete to Juwan Johnson, but defensive holding on to Dory Jackson continues the drive. Then on third and three, Jimmy Graham with an eight-yard catch to continue the drive. Shahid, 11-yard reception, and then Jawan Johnson, 23-yard touchdown catch, gives the Saints a 14-6 lead. Then the Giants would go three and out. Uh, a few penalties involved here, uh, which didn't help. Saints get the ball back and would get a field goal. Uh, they start out with decent field position. A.T. Perry with an 18-yard catch. A, uh, and then a big third down play where Kamara gets a seven-yard reception to put Blake Groupie into field goal range, and he hits a 50-yard field goal, makes it 17-6 Saints. Then the Giants go three and out, including a sack on third down against Tommy DeVito. Then you have a drive that goes from the third quarter to the fourth quarter. Alvin Kamara with a 15-yard run. Then Kamara, a 17-yard reception. And then another situation where the Giants should have been all right. Third and 16 for the Saints and A.T. Perry with a 16-yard catch. And I believe it was Adoree Jackson who couldn't take him down yet. Yeah, a tough game for Adoree Jackson, who I don't expect him to be back next season with the Giants. Uh, so that's a big third and 16. And then Kamara, it's basically all Alvin Kamara uh, until the end. You get a third and goal at the six where Jason Pinnock is uh, rightly called for defensive pass interference. Uh, a little too aggressive there, couldn't stop himself. And then it ends up with a Derek Carr to Jimmy Graham one-yard touchdown. Gives the Saints a 24-6 lead. Giants have the ball at this point with 10.45 left in the game. Wandell Robinson at 13. And, and the game is over at this point. Wandale with a couple of first down catches. Tommy DeVito's sacked. A couple of Darren Waller catches. And eventually, uh, the Giants turn it over on downs. Saints get the ball with six minutes to go. Uh, not a whole lot there to speak of. They punt it away. And then the Giants, with five minutes left, move the ball a bit. That's where, that's where you get... This is really where Darius Slayton's production comes from. Like, I think three of his four catches come on this drive. And eventually, it, it stalls out. Um, so, that's that's your ball game. Uh, the Saints win 24-6. Again, just reiterating, like, that. this is not a good Giant team. And, and not going to bash them. But it's unfortunate, right? Like, here it was where I was in a spot where I felt like, all right, winning, in my mind now, would be more advantageous than losing. And what do they do? Put up a total stinker. They just do. Uh, and so, like I said, last three games, two, two of them versus the Eagles, and then one in the middle versus the Rams. There's a good chance the Giants finish 5-12, and 12, which would be my preference. Um, but the way they frustrate me, there'll be a win thrown in there. The, the, the game they will not win... I can't imagine, I'd be stunned, is the Christmas game at Philly. I'm not necessarily saying it's going to be blowout, although I think it will be. Um, but they, I would be absolutely shocked and appalled if they won that game. Knowing the history of these two teams, knowing that whether the Eagles win tomorrow night or not, like it's a very big game for them, regardless of that result. So, um, yeah, disappointing. Not all that surprising in the fact they lost, but I, I really did think it'd be closer. This was like... Just pretty bad on both sides of the ball. And yeah, so now, you know, Giant fans that were rooting for wins, I'm sure a lot of them will continue to do so. Because let's be honest, when they started out at 2-8, and eight, the idea for those people that are rooting for the win, it wasn't about making the playoffs. That only became kind of a recent thing, maybe as early as the Green Bay game. And for me, I felt like they weren't close enough, and that proved to be, I mean, and they really weren't. Anyway... 
three more games to go. Two of them versus Eagles. It'll be the first game versus Eagles since they uh, embarrassed the Giants in that divisional round playoff game last year at Philly. So back to the scene of the crime. I mean, it'll be an interesting game, if nothing else, just, again, with the rivalry and with what has happened in recent history. But uh, not expecting it to go too well. But, hey, maybe uh, a result that I want will happen next game. I would think so. But, anyway, Giants uh, go to New Orleans. Their three-game winning streak is snapped. They lose to the Saints by a score of 24-6. to